Yo, it's that time again, y'all. It's the I'm Right You Wrong podcast show. And of course, we are the hosts of this wonderful show. I am Walt. Yeah, this is Jay. And this is I'm Right You Wrong. Yeah. Go check it out. What you been up to, man? What you been getting into? Oh, man, man. I've been, been, been working like crazy, man. Yeah, you have. We're going to talk about that. Um, But, um, but we got a trunk or treat event coming up on uh, October 30th. And so yeah, my, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my wife, she, she's um she's organizing this event with um like uh it's a pull up shop. It's uh um what do you call those uh uh trunk uh the the uh the food trucks. The food oh, okay. so it's a pull up shop, it's the food trucks and it's a car meet all at the same time and they're gonna be coming in. Decorating the cars, you know, it's good for the. For yeah, the that's kids. a real dope concept. Yeah, real yeah, dope prizes and all that stuff. Like it's 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 really cool. It's really cool. So that's coming out um, October thirty. Where's it going to be located? Let people know, man. Yeah, it's in Concord, North Carolina. So if you're in the area off of Concord Parkway, it's the Ride Now, um, Ride Now area. So I don't remember the address, uh, but um, it's right Ride Now. It's on Concord Parkway. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be great, man. She got a bunch of vendors coming out, bunch of store, bunch of pop up shops, bunch of uh, food trucks, you know, different people selling stuff, and then got a bunch of cars. Like the car meet is gonna be the big thing. I like, bet. It's gonna be I can imagine yeah, it's gonna yeah. be like a whole bunch of yeah. And they get they got their own little competition stuff. They're gonna be doing, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Rev, <laughs> revving the engines. They got like uh like like my son. He's he, you know he's like organizing that part of it, and he got like a car limbo thing. I like okay. car limbo. I don't okay. All right. I mean, we getting know, real so creative. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They doing a lot of different stuff with it. So so yeah, man. So we excited about that event. Um, she's been working hard on it. Uh, I've been working hard at work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have, so, man. I've yeah. been seeing you yeah. working hard at work. <laughs> yeah, I man. have, man. Yeah, in the middle of another COVID outbreak. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's been hectic. It's yeah. been hectic. Yeah, but how, how about you, man? What you what you been up to? I've been as, I've been at work like you. Not as much as you, of course. Uh, I try. I mean, I I get it when I can. You know, some other saying don't need to work out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. But nah, man, I'm looking forward to. It. I'm super excited going on my cruise next month. Oh, um, sure. See, <laughs> I love cruise, man. I love that's cruise. what I'm talking about. Yeah, nah, I'm super excited. Everybody, where y'all where y'all going? Uh, I want to think it's Mahogany Bay, Costa Rica, Cozumel, and one other place. I'm not quite sure, but oh, man, I'm looking up. forward to it. That's I'm so looking you, forward so to it. Was that a week? You gonna be gone for a yeah, week? like a week, eight okay. days, seven, eight days, or something like that. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I, we go, man. We don't <laughs> the two, three <laughs> days. Listen, man. Yeah. Hey, we just out in the oceans and the elements, and you just let. It, I don't have to do anything. I could just sit on the deck and listen to the water. Drink something out of a coconut and just chill, <laughs> man. I don't have to be doing anything, yeah, man. Just the scenery yeah. and looking at everything and just marvel at it all, man. Marvel at it all. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. You got to take care of yourself, you know. Nah, man. yeah, you that's a part of the old. Work, worse that work hard, play hard, right? There you go. That's right. that's my logic. But this week, guys, we're going to get into this, this I guess, prevalent, very prevalent uh, thing called what is it, money over morality or morale yeah. over money, however you want to switch it up. Yeah. So we say that it's because in modern time, what we're going to do this pandemic is a lot of people are not for the vaccine, and you have your people who don't really have an issue with taking a vaccine. Um, we want to discuss 
both ends of the spectrum, but more so how people put money over morale in the sense of, you know, you have a lot of people who swallow their pride and say, hey, even though inside I feel like I shouldn't be doing this, I'm going mm-hmm. to, you know, get this vaccine because why? You know, that's the money element of it. You know, you, you put your morale to the side and you say, hey, I got to get this vaccine because I have kids, I have a wife, I have mm-hmm. things I have to do. So that's what we're going to touch on this episode because they they attach this vaccine with your livelihood for most people. And like right. I said, it, it doesn't sit well with a lot of people. And it, it, it ultimately put a lot of people in the situation to where they either comply with what they're doing or be subject of losing your employment, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And and look, I mean, I like we're going to talk specifically about some specific cases but yeah. the, the the overall question about morale over money is not just based on the vaccine right no, of course this not. is this is a good example of it but it's it's our government right it's yeah. it's it's big business it's capitalism as a whole definitely you know what i'm saying big pharma big definitely. you know like all of these industries you know, you you go in and you're looking at these industries and you're like, yo, you're making billions of dollars, some of them trillions. Right. You know, and what are you doing to the people who are you who you're supposed to be helping? Right. Right. These systems are in place and we're kind of following along the system, mm-hmm. but the system is not set up to help. The system is set up for profit. The system is so, so it's Most like, definitely. it's like, you know, you can go to, it, it's crazy that you can go to any hospital and be turned away for service because that hospital don't accept certain, um, certain insurances or certain right. this or that. And it's like, so you mean to tell me you're going to turn this person away for care because of money? Yes. Like I said the other day, we were at work, and I said to you and another coworker, I said, hey, you know how many people have actually died? I mean, it's people who could have survived, whether they had a stroke or whatever the case may be. If they had a heart attack Mm -hmm. with the right level of care, they could have recovered from, you know, their illness. Right. But in reality, right, these same businesses that you are speaking of Mm -hmm. that put money over morale. Right. Their approach to a person who don't have health insurance or who don't have the the finance to cover that, if you will, they're 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 nonchalant. They they even tell some relatives, "Hey, we're sorry to tell you, but you know we don't think your loved one's going to make it." Without right. even exhausting all attempts to save, uh, save that individual person. Right. Um. I personally seen it. And what I observed, I, that's what I observe, and I've seen it with my own too on several occasions. How I feel because I've seen people who, who have and who have who, who don't, and in the same situation health wise, and I just seen the approach a little bit different for the ones who, who had that income to pay for certain things. Exactly. Exactly. So that machine is definitely a thing. It's like um, you ever seen John Q? I haven't, but everybody told me to watch dude, it. Dude, dude. I'm gonna stop bringing up movies. Nah, but the gist <laughs> but, of it is like he had a sick son or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah everybody a, told me about. He had it. a sick son, and his son needed a heart transplant. And basically, l- literally in the movie, they told him that you just got to take your son home and watch him die. 
And it was like, what? Right. Because, because, and, and, and he had money. So he, he went through um, selling everything he could to try to come up with a down payment. Cause I think the surgery was like $200,000, some, something like that. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on the numbers, but he, he, um, it, it was an astronomical amount of money. Right. And so he ended up went going through and he, he didn't make a lot of money in his job or whatever. So he was like, okay, well I could sell stuff. I could do something mm-hmm. to, to come up with the money. And I think he came up with like $20,000. Right. And he was like, look, I, I can sell this. I could do this. I could do this. And I'll come up with the money. Mm-hmm. Just put him on the list. And he had to come up with a certain amount of money just to be on the list. And they were like, look, that $20,000 is nice, but it ain't enough. And so That's it's crazy. like, here he is. And they literally told him, You're, you got to take your son home and watch him die. And um, so he ended up going going ham. It was like, okay, his wife, his wife, he was at the hospital and his wife was like, you know, do something. Like, do something, mm-hmm. and so he ended up taking a taking a hospital, the hospital hostage. hostage. Yeah, yeah, and um, and then and then through that is is a beautiful like dialogue between him because he's in the, he's in the emergency department, and so it's a beautiful dialogue between him and the patients that are in there, the doctors that are there, and they start to turn to his side. Mm-hmm. They they're like turning that you know they're like yeah you're right. Like this is wrong. They can help your son, but they want two hundred thousand dollars and you coming up with money, right? And so he was. Long story short, I mean, you haven't seen the movie, but most people have seen the movie. So he was willing to kill himself in be- order to, yeah, because his son, his son, it was something about his heart, um, and and so. He was a he was a perfect transplant for his son. Oh, okay. Um, but it, it, like I said, it was like two two hundred thousand, whatever it was, and um, so he went into it after all of that. He had a gun that he never used, and he brought like one bullet, and he was like, "Well, the whole goal was for me to kill myself and for y'all to transplant my heart into my son." Oh, okay, got you. Right, and so you know. Miracle happened, thing, things occurred, but it, it was a it was a beautiful like dialogue and it was sad because you saw like the corrupt Very nature corrupt. Yeah. of uh, in this in this case healthcare mm-hmm. and how it's all about profit. That's it. And it's not really about helping the people. Helping, caring, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so and so um I just I wanted I wanted to 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 bring that up because yeah, we are going to be talking about some very specific things, but this is a, this is almost like something that's festering in every part of our society. Um, You know, I see, I see teachers that are getting frustrated Mm -hmm. because they've been in the school system for years, 20, 30 years, Mm -hmm. and they know what it's like to actually teach. But now they have to, show you how to pass a test. Now they're not teaching you. They're just teaching you to pass a test. And they're they're getting frustrated because they're not free to actually do what they were wanting and meant to do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, this 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 issue of morale or money is festering throughout our whole society. We see it 
largely in government. But definitely when it comes to this vaccine. Yeah. So the the figurehead now that that's we see all on the news and whatnot is uh Kyrie Irving. Yeah. So you familiar with, with Kyrie and what what's going on? Yeah, with his Kyrie. circumstances is he his approach to the vaccine to play or whatever the case may be is like he's cautioned. Like he, he doesn't wanna just take the vaccine, um, even though his peers may have. He's more in the mindset of I need to sit back and I need to make this decision for myself and my family. And, you know, the longevity, he doesn't know the outcome of the circumstances will will happen in the future. Mm -hmm. So his approach is a little bit different. His approach is, you know, this decision could affect the rest of my life. So I'm not Mm -hmm. going to jump into it and just get vaccinated because I want to play basketball with my friends or win a championship or whatever the case may be. Or they, they cut big checks and, that should be my motivation to get out there and play or whatever the case may be. He's, mm-hmm. he's coming from more of a stamp, a standpoint of his, how he feels in, in, in his life and, and things like that, his family's opinion. So you never know what that man thinks, what his wife or his kids, you never know what he's faced with mm-hmm. in these, these decisions. So you just, you know, everyone has their little view and standpoints on uh, this vaccine. So let me ask you this. Um, do you agree with him? Because I know, look, there's a lot of people out there. They 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 want to play defense and they mm-hmm. want to be new. You know, they want to say, well, you know, I agree with the vaccine, but I also agree with his, you know, ability to do whatever he want to do. Right. And so, my question to you is: Do you agree with him? With him saying no? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. I do. Okay. 100%. Okay. All right. No I, I, I'm not going to play defense. I agree with him yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, so many so many people are. And so I want to talk about, let's first talk about um, Stephen A. Smith. So Stephen A. Smith, he's a reporter on ESPN, right? He got the first take. Yeah. And um, he had a, uh, uh, a session with um it was him and Jay Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh big uh big perk was on there too, but but the part of the discussion between him and Jay Williams was very interesting. And there was a part in there that wanted to play and then want to come back and talk about it because I, I, I well let's play it and then we'll we'll come back and talk about it. All right your point but that's not what i'm attacking to address your point directly jay do i believe Kyrie owes it to his team in brooklyn to be there even if it meant getting vaccinated you damn right i do because i'm just saying i listen no i'm just saying we disagree i'm just saying we did i'm just for the clarity of the audience i'm saying to you what to address your point i am of the opinion so we're very clear he assembled them, and because of that, I believe he owes it to them to be there. I've said it to his family. So, what do you think about that take? What, 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 I think Steve, Stephen A was Stephen A was Stephen A. Um, I don't agree with Stephen A. I, I guess in this particular 
uh, scenario, I would fall under uh, Jason Williams. Um, and then also, I've seen the uh, uh, clips or the video of what uh, Kyrie was saying. I watched that. Right, right, right. He he did the uh, he did like a Facebook Live or he what, did yeah whatever. one of those social media joints. Yeah. And he he kind of like elaborated a little bit more into his decision making and why he viewed things the way he viewed things. First of all, if you if anyone is familiar with Kyrie Irving, he is an open minded dude. Um, his <laughs> his, his I don't know about all. Well, that. I mean, open minded in the sense of like the things that he look into. You know, you know, you, you know what he strikes me as. He strikes me as the pendulum going all the way to the other side. He but he see he goes back and forth. He's not. And that's what I meant by open-minded. Because it was right. at one point in time, he said he, the earth was flat. Like the flat earth, right? right. Yeah, it's depends on, yeah. he was open-minded enough to even look at that. Yeah. That concept yeah. Yeah, is what yeah, I yeah. mean. Like, yeah. you got like, a lot of people who don't even, they don't go astray, if you will, from what, what's been embedded in their brain since childhood. Right. So he later on went to... Say hey, I was tripping. You know, it's not. And and, and yeah, right. and you know what? I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I think so many people use that to assassinate his character. Yeah. And the fact is, like you said, it's not. He looked into it. it. Yeah, it's not. And negative said, thing. okay, well, let, let's check this out. And then he ended up coming back to saying, no, it's not flat. I agree. It is, you know, but there's but, nothing wrong with that, right? Exactly, right. But right. it's a, it's, it, but, but nobody ever, yeah. nobody ever comes out and explains the fact that he actually came back. back. Yeah, right. he actually, he absolutely said, you yeah. know, guys, I had a moment, you know, I looked into it more, right? And I was wrong, right? But and they it, say, oh, no, they leave no. it there. Yeah, look, they leave look, it. Look at him, flat, flat earth, earth guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they leave it there because they want to demonize his, his, his. They they want to discredit him and make him look crazy, right? And so. Anytime you do that, you you know that's you know that's that old ad hominem where you're trying to discredit somebody's character uh, and so and therefore discrediting their argument mm-hmm. when that's not the case. What he's saying could be 100% right, but you didn't discredit him based on oh well. Remember when he was a flat earther? So yeah, now, yeah, they definitely going. I'm yeah. surprised if they haven't attached him to that with this they have. okay Stephen A's said okay. it plenty of times so there you go Stephen A said oh yeah well what do you what do you expect I mean he, he this the is the guy who thinks the earth is flat see there he's you like go. no he doesn't he he did right. he did you know look into to that it, right but no he doesn't think that anymore and you know this right you but he did, he's not going to say that though right he won't. He gonna leave that out on because purpose. It, because it doesn't fit his argument. Right. Right. It, it fits his argument to make Kyrie look crazy. Crazy. Right. So for me, like to piggy, it, it, I don't know Kyrie personally, but he sounds like somebody who's open minded to different ideas and different yeah. things, and he studies and he'll look into it. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I mean he's an African American in America. Right. right. So there's history behind that. Naturally. Right. Anything which, which, people you gotta keep in mind you got a lot of people, rightfully so, who does not trust the medical field as African Americans. You have other yes. ethnicities that will tell you they understand why African Americans doesn't don't trust the medical field. Right. And rightfully so. So be that as it may, you cannot blame that man for not being willing. He said it himself. I watched his interviews, I watched when he talked. He said he's not against the vaccine. In fact, he encouraged people to get vaccinated. He said, if you're comfortable with getting vaccinated, hey, 
go get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. He said, for me and this decision, I'm not with it. I need more time to assess it, to see what's going on, so I'll know what the outcome going to be long term. Right. It's nothing wrong with that. Right. Regardless of basketball is going to come and go. Right. Yeah, you can make a lot. Kyrie's not hurting for money. If he is, he shouldn't be. No, he's not. (laughs) Because he made a lot of it. So health. Well, without your health, money is irrelevant. Exactly. You have to think about that in itself. If you could have a billion dollars and if your health sucks, that money means nothing. Right. Especially when you're somebody like Kyrie who was able to make a lot of money. Like there was the the guy, Andrew Wiggins, who made a different decision, even though he said it. Yeah. But his was based on, look, I didn't make I haven't made hundreds of millions of dollars like Kyrie. I'm just getting into my. My big contract. So right, I have unfortunately I, I, you put me in a situation to where yeah you put your morale aside and you have I, to I got to do it for the money. This money. I, I got to right, you know. And but but you know what pisses me off about this whole thing? You mentioned that African Americans have issues with this vaccine, with the whole medical thing, and rightfully so right there's been mm-hmm. numerous i mean i always bring up tuskegee right. um and for those who don't know you know tuskegee there, there was a tuskegee experiment back in the 30s between the 30s and the 70s in which they were um experimenting on african-american males and giving them purposely syphilis, purposely purposely right and giving them syphilis just to see what would happen and some of them they gave penicillin some of them they did they they gave a placebo to and they basically tracked how the syphilis was killing them and what mm-hmm. it would do to them. Right. And so we have this, we have this in our history and it's not ancient history. This, you know, this fairly like, like recent. Yeah. Like, like, you know, you got, you got, I mean, my parents were alive when this was happening. Exactly. So, so it's not that long ago. Um, but so, so you have this history, but then you have Stephen A who's an African American male and he's coming off, against another african-american male and it's like dude don't you know our history like how are you okay like that really should be the question the question shouldn't be why is Kyrie not getting it the Mm -hmm. question really should be Stephen a why are you so comfortable with it knowing our history Mm -hmm. like how can how can you reconcile the two when but you but but it's interesting that Stephen A, and maybe this is just from what I've seen. Maybe there are some people out there who are bashing Kyrie, who's not African American, but I've I've only seen African American males bashing Kyrie. Okay, those are the only ones I've seen. Mm-hmm. I saw Stephen A do it. Shannon, Shannon, uh, Shannon, uh, you know, skipping Shannon. Uh, seen Sh- Shannon do it. Really, I'm surprised Shannon yeah. Shop had that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm. Uh, uh, Charles Barkley. That doesn't um, surprise me. I know, and that's yeah. But the only ones now, of course, have seen a lot of Caucasian males who are commenting on it, but they're not beating them up. They're just right. like, hey, you know, this is. The- I've seen several interviews myself where Caucasian um, uh, males and uh, said they get it. They they right. said that they understand why so they side with him. Yeah, they're well not. They weren't saying they were saying to the average African American male mm-hmm. and female mm-hmm. African American period. Right. They were speaking on their behalf. Right. He was saying, "Hell, I see why they're cautioned to get vaccinated." 
Right. Like they said it. Right. Like they were on interviews. I seen one, uh, he's a comedian, if I'm not mistaken. He was on the Breakfast Club. He was talking to Charlemagne and mm-hmm. and those guys. Mm-hmm. And he said, I got vaccinated, but then they kind of, I don't know exactly which angle it went to, but it, it ended up being the African American experience in America. And he said, well, hell, I get why African Americans are hesitant to get vaccinated in America. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what Charlemagne thinks about it. Did you, did I forget you, his you, response. Uh, okay, yeah. I, I think he was saying, right, I think he was more on the side of you damn right kind of when he was saying, I see why they cost. I think Charlemagne yeah. was like, hell yeah, they, I see why. Yeah, I, I, I can see Charlemagne on that on that side. I can see Charlemagne not not necessarily saying don't get vaccinated, but I could see him well, he was being saying, okay, okay with, with where Kyrie is. Yeah. yeah, and that's my biggest thing with this whole Kyrie thing. I don't mean like, what if he still – trying to learn and trying to is get as much information that he's comfortable with. You and just, what if, what if he has learned and he just don't, don't want to get it right? right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's funny because we, when you're talking about like abortion, all of a sudden it's my body, my choice. Mm-hmm. But now when it comes to a vaccine, now it's like, nah, you're doing it. This ain't about you. So right. on that note, Charles Barkley has something to say too. So let's let, let's clip him. Let's yeah, let's look Give at what old Chuck talking about. That's your choice. Maybe I wouldn't do that, but that's what to you. Your buddy over here is grimacing, Chuck. First of all, you don't get the vaccine for yourself. You get it for other people. No, I'm not saying. <laughs> hold on, for a second. you said your piece. I'm saying, I, I didn't say you do. I I got vaccinated. I can't wait to get the booster. I don't. You don't get vaccinated just for yourself. Like Adam said, you get vaccinated for your family first. You get vaccinated for your teammates second, things like that. That's what bothers me about this whole thing. I think everybody should get vaccinated. The only, and let me tell you something. I really am proud of the Nets for putting their foot down, uh, for saying, no, we're not going to deal with this half on, half on, half off. The only thing that bugged me, he's still going to make $17 million sitting at home. I wish they could find a way. If he wants to go on this thing, like, you know, people say he's like Ali. First of all, don't ever compare anybody to Ali. Ali went three years without boxing. He was the highest paid athlete in the world. This guy going to make $17 million for sitting at home. But to every person out there, you don't get vaccinated just for yourself. And Let's get that out the way. And, and, and no, no one, one said you don't. Yeah, let Shaq have his say. We only have about a minute left. I try not to tell a person what they should and shouldn't do, right? To each his own. However, in this land that we live in, there's laws and society. And then, Kenny, you know this is what I'm about to say. In order to win the championship, you got to sacrifice. So if I have the thoughts that I have, and then you as a Kevin Durant, you say, I'm going to get it. And then you as James Harden say, I'm going to get it. I might as well get it. But Chuck makes a great point. It ain't about you. It's about getting everybody else. I mean, because I had some, you know, second thoughts, but, you know, I said, you know what? I'm not going to get Dr. Lucille O'Neill sick. I'm not going to get. Yeah, it isn't that it isn't that information that should be that should be canceled like that should be banned like you should that should not be allowed to be said. How is it about other people? It, it, does the vaccine stop you from getting it? Does the vaccine stop you from getting COVID? No. Okay. Does it stop you from spreading COVID? No. Okay. So how is it about other people? You can still get COVID. Yeah. You can still spread COVID. How is it about other people? You see, this this is the problem when we have sat here and we start listening to these other people and we haven't 
looked and into it. Yeah. Looked into yeah. it. And, and that's what I always say. Like I, I, I continue and I will forever until the day I'm not on this planet is to look into things yourself because it's people are very misleading and they say things that has nothing to do with nothing. Right. Like you're saying, by being vaccinated does not prevent you from getting coronavirus. Right. By you getting vaccinated doesn't mean that you can't spread it to your grandmother right. or your, your daughter right. or your uncle. Or your teammates. Whatever the case may be. I, I always hated that they said that because I always find myself when I had conversations with people that just genuinely came up to me and was just curious about what I've learned. And, and, and I, for a lot, a lot of people view me, and I, I, I appreciate it, a lot of people view me as a very bright, into a smart guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. I really do. But yeah. they would come to me genuinely and ask me, hey, you know, how do I they feel about Sir, this? Sir Walt? <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> they would say, how do you feel about it? And what do you know about it? I try to, I always encourage people to look into it themselves. Mm-hmm. I'll share what little bit that I know. Uh-huh. But I always say, you know, look into it yourself, please. But, you know, that's the gift and the curse because... When people come to you, they don't want to hear. Look into it. They want to. Yeah. Most that's people want to want to hear. Care what what do I need to do? do. Like, yeah, that's what, true. What What did you learn that I, that I can take? That's like, true. Not oh, go 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 listen to this person or go go, go look at these facts or go look at this. Yeah. It's, no, it, is it a yes or no? It, yeah, they it, didn't come for the perspective. The, the the deep perspective of no, it all. No, no, yeah, they want, no, no. They want. They want a direct. Do I get it or don't not, get it? Yeah, you're hey, absolutely well, you know, right. Look, about at, it. look at this person. Look. Yeah. No, 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 no. I want to know at the end of the day. Do I? Do I need to get it? Do it? Did you get it? Yeah. Well, I mean, whether whether I got it or not doesn't really matter. You know, you got to make your own. No, I want to. You know, they're not trying to put in the work, and that's the gift and the curse. Because when you don't put in the work, and then you cut on a news station, a news station. That's so bad. And That's and they're so and they're spreading this misinformation. Worst thing you could do. Then it's like you you're just listening to what they say, and you're just going. It, you're not you're you not even do. you're not even evaluating what they said. Mm-hmm. You're just saying, okay, well they said this, so it is this. And it's like, dude, don't don't you know? Like there's right. there's other aspects, or there's other. Um, perspectives. There's other ways to look at the data. Like, are, yeah. are you not? No, no, no. They said this, so it got to be You're that, right? That. Well, yeah, but, but they they, only, you gotta people gotta understand how the media sensationalized. The media has a target, and exactly. you're and you're it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever yes. the side of the yes. fish you're on, yeah. Their target, their goal is to keep you on that side. Yep. Whether you're pro-vax or anti-vax, whatever, whether right? you subscribe to, whatever. Right. That's their goal, man. And that's not how you get true uh, information, in my opinion. Um, you right. Can, you can look at that. That's cool. You have to be willing to, like, if there if there's any real scientist out there, real doctor out there who is not who has no political affiliation no no um no corporate behind no their corporate back. behind him then what they would say about this vaccine would make everybody mad <laughs> because because they would say stuff that the people who 
are for vaccines, they'd be like, yeah, see, see, he said this, 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 this. But then he'll turn right around and say, yeah, but we don't know this. We don't know that. And then the person who don't want to get the vaccine say, yeah, we'll see. He also said this, this, this. And it's like, dude, like you, that's why you have to make your own decision because, yeah. because all of this information is coming out and you got people like Charles Barkley who sits up there and says, and, and, and Shaq, Shaq said it too. And it's like, you're doing it for other people. No, you're not. No, that is that is misinformation. Yeah, you can still get it, and they say, well, but but it, but if you get it, then it could lessen your response to COVID. That's that's from my understanding, and in in the time and information and things that I gathered. Now that's one of the truest statements from getting vaccinated. But is that true? Because we know people that got COVID and had zero symptoms, right? And we we know people that got COVID and died, right? Right. So so is it true that when you get it, you have less, how how less of a symptom can you have than none? No, 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 to the severe death symptoms. But that's what I'm saying. How less of a symptom can you have well, than they, none? They, well, no, I, I don't know about none, none, no symptoms at all. The argument for what they're saying when they mean by that is like people who are who have no uh, vaccine, they haven't been vaccinated, or their body hasn't caught it through right. droplet through someone else. Right. So your body, your information, cellular, like your information. What I mean by information is. Your body registers everything. Your body is literally like a computer. So if you haven't contracted it from through naturally walking past someone who sneezed or in a droplet form, or you haven't been vaccinated, that means your your inf- your your body doesn't know how to register it for when you do contract it. Meaning, so if you're a healthy individual one day and you go grocery shopping to get some food and you go in there and someone there has it. You walk by them or her or whatever, and they sneeze. You ingest it, and a few days later, oh shit, I'm sick. You go, you get hospitalized, and a week from there, then you unfortunately you pass away. Now, from my understanding, when you get vaccinated, it lessens that aspect of it. So, if your body has pre-registered the code of this virus in it, when you actually contract the virus itself, it the, the pre-register knows how to read the code when it gets inside your body. So once you actually contract it, you go into the hospital and you're not feeling too good, your body knows how to already fight against it because this is new and your body don't at, at this particular time. So when you get vaccinated, it kind of pre-register it. So if you do get it, it lessens the fatal blow of death. But see, but that's not true. And we know that's not true. That is true. No, it's not. Colin Powell had it. And Colin, Colin Powell just died from COVID complications and he was vaccinated. Colin Powell had blood mm-hmm. cancer. Colin Powell. Oh, well, if you want to get into that, 96% of people had other issues. So you can't just blame COVID. No, no. You, see, you get not, what I'm I, saying? So, so... He, the problem is you can look at this data any type of way, right? And I don't want to get into the to to, to that to that discussion, but not everybody you can that look died into from the COVID, data. 
Any Not everybody that died from COVID had cancer. Every so what they had other they had four or more. It's people who were healthy, but you, it was healthy people that died. Yeah, from Four percent, four percent. It was four percent of the people who died. Well, where did you get that's that from? CDC. Four percent of okay. the people who died, and a large portion of those people were eighty-five and older. So, if you want to look into the data, mm-hmm. see this this becomes a problem. You throw out a number, mm-hmm. and it's like. Oh, well, two million people done died. Uh, yeah, okay. But how many of those people had blood cancer? How many of those people ha- had, was already 600 pounds and had heart fa- congestive heart failure? How many of those people already had multiple issues? Oh, well, that's too much data to look into. Right. You could, you could sparse the data any type of way you want. Well, I know people who were healthy and they died from COVID. We, like personally. And, and we know people who was healthy and died with the vaccine. So what's the... I don't know nobody who died from the vaccine. you saying like they got dejected. I don't. I'm just saying me personally. I don't so, personally know anyone that died from getting so, vaccinated. So here's the reality. Um, because there are many lawsuits out there right now. With, oh, I'm not disputing none of that. With, with I'm pretty sure that's true. I understand the dynamic of medicine. But the way they're getting the way take, they're getting away from it is be, they're saying you're not fully, fully vaccinated until you... Have two weeks after your first, after your second dose. Mm-hmm. So that's how they're getting. You have people who are getting their second dose dying in three, five days, three, three or five days, and they're perfectly healthy, perfectly mm-hmm. healthy, but they die three or five days after the they get in the vaccine. But they're not counted as fully vaccinated because it hasn't been two weeks. Now, tell me how a healthy person. A healthy person can get the vaccine and die in three days, and it's not related to the vaccine. Now it is related to the vaccine, but they're saying it's not. Well, see, that's them. They're not see, being honest. But, but th- what? They're not being honest so about it. My, I'm honest about it. You don't so have to this is hide my from point. medicine. Medicine. This is, this is my point. When Charles Barkley gets up there and says it's for other people. You're listening to people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're and, influencing, and, yeah. And they're lying. <laughs> absolutely They're lying. lying. And absolutely. so it's like, it's like, dude, how are you going to sit up here and spread this misinformation like it's for other people? He, but he it's could not very, for other people. <laughs> Jay, on the real, he could very well be one of those people that tune into Fox or CNN or MSNBC. I, I and, and he's he getting his, and getting his information. Yeah. He, this dude is, he ain't... Uh, I, I take that. I don't know what that man doing, right. but I highly doubt if he's going out of his way right. to look into and 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 statistics. Look, and, and I don't and, know what he's doing either, right? Personally, or right? What he's, but I I know what he said. No, and, and I agree with you one hundred percent because these people are in the entertainment industry, and you have millions of mm-hmm. people watching you. Right? Mill, you got right. kids watching you. Right? You have and, babies watching you. Grown men. And what ends up happening is you say it, and millions of people are hearing you. So then millions of people go to their Re- workplace and they just regurgitate the what same you just said. Foolishness that you just right. said. Right. And now all of a sudden, everybody's saying it's not for you. Oh, how, how is it not for me? The only reason, the only reason I really should get vaccinated. And the data has not proven this one way or another. This is just something that some of the scientists believe mm-hmm. now is that it might cut down my risk of getting uh, if if I get it 
it might cut down the possibility of me dying. Mm-hmm. That's the only it. I can still get it. Mm-hmm. I can still spread it. And like, I was always under that impression. I didn't know what all these other. Uh, I mean, I know where it comes from, but I mm-hmm. never really. I guess believed it or bought into it. Like this whole concept of like, cause that's why I was, I mean, I have conversation with people. I was like, where did you hit? It always, like, where are you getting your information? Basic, why, where you yeah. keep talking about, um, you won't get, like you can't get it or you, it won't, you because, won't because spread. That, I'm like, what because that's where about? the information see, because this is the thing. Like, Fauci was coming up with this this information and people was regurgitating it and saying, okay, well, 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 Fauci says this, Fauci says that. And it's like, dude, hold up. Every minute, every, every month he's changing his mind on it. You do understand that the science is not conclusive on this information. You do realize that every time it, it, it's it's you're a big science guy, so you know that anytime you come up with something new, then you learn something. And then something else happens, and you realize, oh snap! It responds differently. To yeah, and this. that's why I never oh, understood snap, how could someone be differently you, to that. During we're living through this thing right now, right? So you can't say a hundred percent about nothing, right? Because you don't. If you're honest, exactly. If you're an honest scientist, if you're an honest yeah. person of science, being as though this is still new and yep. we're still learning yep. and we're still understanding. You can't definitively go on TV and say, nothing, and say really. 100% certainty with anything. Right. You can say, we hope that this... Or this is what we this think. This is what we hope. This is what we're aiming for. And this is what the studies that we've done so far have shown. Mm-hmm. But you can't say, this is it. This right. is what... I promise you. But see, they're not getting paid. And this is the money over morality. Right. They're not getting paid to come out and tell the truth. Yeah. They're getting paid to sway the 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 audience, to sway them. So if you have a scientist who's honest and he's top in the in the world and he says, look, man, we don't know this. We don't know this. We think we know this, but we're trying to figure these out. Here's what we do know. And it's little to none. That person that doesn't that doesn't sway the audience. Now. Get the, get the scientist who says, oh, well, well, we know this. We know that. Okay, yeah, put him on. Put him on. But see, then we have doctors, we have other scientists, and, and we make them look crazy when they ask questions, very valuable questions. Well, I will say, like, but you have, like, one of the um, African-American doctor, um, she actually helped develop the vaccine, mm-hmm. uh, one of the vaccines. Yep. Um. She took Q and A's, and I tuned into her Q and A actually mm-hmm. when she was on live on um YouTube, mm-hmm. and I had a lot of questions for her. She answered them. I was surprised. Like, I forget her name. This was like maybe about four or five months ago. And I know the doctor you're talking about. Yeah, she was real cool, man. She was super honest. I felt like it was because she didn't, she didn't sound like a robot. You know, she she kind of was like. You know, we're looking at this now and things like that. She didn't just say definitively this, that, and the third. And, you know, she was real honest about a lot of things. I, I tuned in and I was listening to what she was saying. And it was like a lot of questions. She was getting bombarded with like a lot of questions. I could tell it was a lot of people. It's uh, Dr. Corbett. 
Oh, okay, yeah. Um, don't get me pronouncing her first name. It's like Kiz Kizmikia or something. Yeah, like that. it was real dope. Cool. And yeah. and I and I just and you know, and I do feel as though there are a lot of really good docs and honest people out there that really wanna do good but, things for people. Like but that but doesn't that bother you, number one, that um they're bringing her to the front? They didn't necessarily well, I I didn't find her, but I had to go seek her. So it wasn't okay. um, a situation to where she was like thrust into the front, and I was like, "Oh, this is da 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 da." I actually kept on running into the, see, the stereotypical was... doctors uh, when it comes to this vaccine stuff. Yeah, I had to like kind of dig in this to find out who the hell she even was. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I I know I like I I first saw her on CNN, and then um, see, I didn't even kinda... see her on any publication. Mm-hmm. I didn't see her on any like a. Uh, uh, news outlets yeah. at all. Yeah, I, I first saw her on CNN. I first got whimmed of her of a comment that someone left under the video I watched on YouTube. Okay. And I okay. looked her up. And they probably saw her on CNN too. Right? Could be. I mean, Could be. And, and you know, and, and it's it's fine, right? If some if somebody comes out and they said, you know, they helped to create this and this, that, and the third, that's that's fine. That I don't have any problem with that, but. To come out here and give that misinformation that I don't, it's, I definitely it's that's not, terrible. It, it's for it's for other people. No, it's not. Yeah. Stop saying that. You're you you're either extremely misinformed or you're lying. And I think like ninety four or ninety two percent of the people mm-hmm. are just misinformed. And it, and this is sad. And this is why we have this 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 battle because Kyrie is sitting up here. And he's saying, look, man, I want to get more information because right. I'm getting this information. This information is saying I shouldn't do it. This information says I should do it. And I just want to be very clear on the information. That's it. And now you're saying, nah, I don't. Because here's the thing. If I do it, there ain't no turning back. I can't undo it if I do it. Mm-hmm. So, but I can wait and right. see if, if because... Look, with the vaccine, we can, you know, we can... We did a sh- we did a show on it, but we could mm-hmm. probably do another show on it. But you know, with the vaccines, there are a lot of unknowns, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people come out and they change their information. Doctor Fauci comes out and changes his information. I Shoot. never, I never followed Doctor. I never. But followed. he's the, but he's the one that the whole, uh, at least, at least America, right? But shouldn't that be alarming to you though, in itself? So, well, that's just how I view things. See, here's my thing. It it was it is alarming, but I see that we value money mm-hmm. over morality. Right. So it's 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 not alarming because I know what to expect. They are putting him out there because they're ex- well, yeah, they're, I know saying you know. exactly what they want. I'm just to saying, like the average it. person, like I mean, when you're dealing with the who or any type of organization that's uh, supposed to be the leading uh, situation or whatever the case may be. You got Dr. Fauci and granted he's been there for a while, right? He's been through different pandemics and things like that. Um, I'm not even discrediting him. I don't know what that dude got going on, but I don't trust him. I don't trust. I don't, I don't trust trust him. I don't trust anything. This is me personally. Um, I always tell people to go with what makes sense to you after you digest whatever it is information. But like you said, you we we in a time where people see where where are you getting your information? 
And see, that becomes a problem. Charles Barkley got his information from somebody. Yeah, the dude that watched like, and and now he's saying, and now, and now he's saying something. it's for other people. When no, it's not. You're misinformed. People people can still get it, get the vaccine. And look, we're in. Health. I mean, you make your personal assessment as well. Like, right. just logic will tell you that's not true. But it doesn't for him. See what I'm well, saying? No, I know. Like, like he's on TV. I'm just saying, if you're yeah. an average, person, but I think he, I think he meant that though. He could have. You could really yeah. make that could have been uh, purposely said. And so there's, but there's people who who believe that. We like, played a really clip. Believe that. We we played a clip in this very real show that said over six billion people were vaccinated. Right? Yeah. Okay. So if six billion people, this is the common logic, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So if six billion people were vaccinated and it's still spreading, like something in you should say, okay, well maybe the vaccine doesn't stop the spread, <laughs> right? You know, like I'm just being realistic. If six billion, people yeah, but were, no, but no, see that, but see that's the problem when you start hearing other, other people's information, and this is a this this goes into belief, right? So if you tell me something and I believe it. I believe that the vaccine works and it stops the spread, then I can, in my brain, conclude that it's not the 6 billion people that's the problem. It's the 1 billion something people that are still spreading it. I guess. <laughs> that's that's like, your dude, logic. That's, no, that's stupid. Like, yeah, come on, that's man. your logic. Now. Come on, man. Like, how can you come up with that conclusion? But you can because you're rationalizing it because you believe this misinformation. And yeah. it's like, but it's misinformation in, in, in so many different facets. Right. <laughs> so many. But look, but look, it, it was, it was, it was. You know, uh, Trump had called it fake news, and it was funny because um, when I was thinking about this. It was right? fake news when it didn't. When when it didn't suit him, suit you know, him. When it, yeah, yeah, when it wasn't for him. But but I was thinking about this. It was like uh, Fauci when he was on Trump's team. That's when he said masks don't work, mm-hmm. and he was a hundred percent right. Later, on Biden's team, he comes out and says, "Well, well, masks work, but I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want everybody to come and grab the mask because the healthcare workers really needed it." Mm-hmm. It's like, hold up, it. How did you? So you lied. So you lied about them not working, or or are you lying about them working? Which one is it? Right, you know what I'm saying, and and so we've politicized this thing so much; it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and that we plays think, a tremendous part as well. And we think that just because we listen to these people, like they're actually telling us the truth. No, they're telling. When have us, they ever told us the truth? Not Holly, never. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? The the people who are, you know, you know who who, um, you know, we I mentioned Colin Powell. And you know Colin Powell just passed away. God bless his soul, and his, and you know pray yeah, for his, his parents, uh, his his uh, family, family, and all of that. And um, but you know he passed away, and he was one of the few people. And I think the whole Bush thing tarnished his legacy a little bit. Mm-hmm. But he was one of the few people why and. That's why they use him like for the Iraq war. And I know I'm getting sidetracked a little bit, but we're going to come back. Um, his integrity was so intact 
that he could get up there and say, look, they got weapons of mass destruction. We need to go over there. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, oh, well, okay. If Colin says it. Said it yeah. Colin says it. We, yeah, we got to yeah. do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> because his integrity was so intact. That, yeah. It was like, yeah, whatever he says. No we'll, way we'll he's. Go. Now, and he was used for that, unfortunately. Yeah. But today, there's nobody. There's nobody who could get up there. And that's in politics now that can get up there and say anything. And a hundred percent of the people be like, or 80 percent of the people be like, yeah, I trust that dude. <laughs> There's nobody, nobody. You don't think so? No. Who? You want to, uh, 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 what's my Ooh. man? I fuck with it too. Like I'm a man, Bernie, Bernie Sanders. Oh you want to feel the burn? <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's just me being the Bernie Sanders fan. I just play. I like how. Bernie, I like Bernie, old, Bernie, I like have, old Bernie. Bernie, you have about two percent of the people following. Everybody hey, else he, be like, he, no, man, they don't, don't like Bernie because he be telling the truth. But no, but but still, I mean, is even if people like Bernie, only about I give him thirty percent of the people would be like, yeah, we we trust everything that that. Nah, comes I, out I his wouldn't mouth. encourage nobody just to trust. But you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nobody who's yeah. like that, and that's sad that we don't have anybody. That and Fauci was supposed to be that person. Mm. Fauci was supposed to be that person in the beginning, and that's why they trusted Fauci until he started flip flopping on everything. See, I haven't been following Fauci, so I honestly don't know the statements that he made and didn't. Dude, and he, then he changed this. And he changed. I couldn't tell you not one. I promise you. He he he. I do not pay that guy um, no attention. So, I mean, but look. So, get, getting back to this whole idea of. You know, it, because it's not about the 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 vaccine, it's it's about Kyrie's a, a thought process or ability mm-hmm. to say, you know what, it's not about the money. It, it's not about the money because he's going to lose at least seventeen million for for, for this decision. Mm-hmm. So he's, but he's saying it ain't about the money. I stand for something. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to put the money aside. You know who else did that? Um, back in it, I mean, called uh, uh, Kaepernick. Oh yeah, Kaepernick did that. You know what? I, you know, it ain't really much I could do. I'm gonna play the game. I'm gonna make my money, but I could take a knee. Mm-hmm. And then, and now, you know, his career was cut short because yeah. he decided to take a knee. Yeah, but he decided to say, you know what? This matters more than the money. Yeah. Now, there's another issue. There's another person who's trying to get man. They trying to cancel. <laughs> they trying to cancel this dude. Like, oh, I'm, oh yeah, you talking about my boy Dave? How? How you gonna cancel <laughs> Dave? Dave? Come on, man. Man, they wild. Stop it. Stop it. Now, now uh, we're gonna play a little clip from Dave. And if I don't know. I thought I thought the show was hilarious. Did you see the uh the oh, hilarious? I thought it was hilarious. It I was genius. It. it was genius at work. Mm-hmm. He he was at his best, if you ask me. So if you don't at least crack a smile on this joint, then nah, it was then that was classic. You just, you're just you just full of hate right now. Yeah, that was classic. That was classic. <laughs> but uh yeah, go ahead and play that clip and we're gonna talk about Dave. I have been arguing with the whites my entire career. Just when I thought I had you guys on the ropes, you changed all the rules. Oh, yeah? Yeah, motherfucker. Well, I'm a girl now, nigger, and you must treat me as such. 
Call me a girl, nigger. It's annoying as fuck. No, no. Go back. Go back tonight after the show. Watch every special I did on Netflix. Listen to everything I ever said about that community. I'll go through them. I said, how much do I have to participate in your self-image? I said, you shouldn't discuss this in front of black people. I said, I know niggas in Brooklyn that wear high heels just to feel safe. I asked you, why is it easier for Bruce Jenner to change his gender than it is for Cassius Clay to change his name? If you listen to what I'm saying, I'm not even talking about them, I'm talking about us, and they don't listen. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Somebody can change their gender, and Cash Clay wants to change his name to Muhammad Ali, and it's all, it's a problem. Exactly. It's a problem. And so many people made that all about the LGBTQ uh, community mm-hmm. and they didn't listen they obviously didn't listen to the special because at the at the end he spends a lot of time talking about his friend Daphne right. who was a trans mm-hmm. right and so but this is a dude who walked away from the Chappelle show I think it was like 50 M 50 million 50, 50 M 50 yeah it was something crazy How you just walk away from 50 million morale yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, you stand for something. You stand for something. There you stand go. for something. What, what's what's the saying? If you don't stand for something, you'll fall, fall for, for anything. anything, right? And he stood for something, and they tried to make him look crazy. Mm-hmm. They tried to, oh, they lost his mind. mind. He even went to Africa. Africa and he freaked out, and all types of right. different little stories I've heard. Right, right. But he was he made a decision to put money aside. Mm-hmm. It ain't about the money. Right. I'm not selling out my soul for the money. money. Right. You know, and it's sad that we have a cancel culture wants to cancel him. What's even bigger, sadder than that, though, Jay, is we have a society that views someone that walk away from money as if they're crazy. Right. Or sick. Think about that. Like, let that sink in. So, because this man said, I'm a man of principle and ethics, and I and I stand for something. I have integrity. I'm not, I'm not doing what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. You say, okay, you wave a check in my face, fifty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Society, society teaches that that man is crazy. Right. Think about that's that. That's ridiculous. Think that, about that, man. That's, that's we are that's sick. sick. We that's are sick. We are sick. That's man. sick. We are sick. That and, and that's why we are where we are. It's like. We're we're sick. Now, it's funny because we like those people. We we like to look back at those people in history. Um, Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali. Uh, Charles Barkley said, "Don't don't don't compare him to Muhammad Ali." That's a that's a worrisome statement to me. Um, but that's a whole other thing. But anyway, Muhammad Ali did give up his championship. Mm-hmm. Right, he was one of the highest or the highest paid yeah. athlete at the time. He gave up a lot, but that but, print. But, but the, if we were like, if we remember, well, I wasn't alive then. But if we look back at history, mm-hmm. nobody liked him then. Right, he, he wasn't he wasn't a well liked figure. As a matter of fact, when he came back to box, nobody wanted to see him win. Mm-hmm. Everybody that watched him 
wanted to watch him the same way you watch Floyd Mayweather. Well, not, yeah. not you, Sam Lou. Not you. You yeah, you know, Money Mike guy, he's the best. But yeah, everybody that watched him watched to see him lose. lose. They they wanted to be there the time the damn the time when mm-hmm. uh, George Foreman got the best of him or somebody whoever. But didn't it didn't you know it happened at the end? But they weren't rooting for him. Mm-hmm. They were rooting for his demise because right. because he didn't fit the coat. He didn't mold right. to the culture. He didn't he didn't yeah. fold in the system. The right, s- the system told him to fold, and it told him you're gonna fall in line. Right, you're gonna do what you're supposed to do. Right, boy. A, right, you're gonna fall in line, boy. Mm-hmm. We said you're gonna fall in line. When he said nah, he said no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not stuck to this materialistic society. I don't care about these belts. Right. I don't care about this next fight for whatever the money is. Mm-hmm. My morality, me as a man, as a human being, is more important than all of that. So you can have here. Take your belts. Take the mm-hmm. check. Take take it. Mm-hmm. I'll be just fine. And you know what's crazy about that is that is that when he was standing on his morals, look at him. Look how sharp he was. Look how how good he was. And then he came back to the ring, and he stayed way longer than he should have. Mm-hmm. He started losing. But you know why he kept fighting? For the money. Yeah. For the money. So on one, one part of his life, he made a stand on morals. Mm-hmm. And then in the later part of life, he made a stand for money. And when he made that stand for money, a lot of that there's an argument to be made. The downside, if you will, of his career, actually. Was doing when he was doing it just for the money. Exactly. And there's an argument to be made that that part of his career is what brought on the Parkinson's. If not brought it on, Mm -hmm. made it come on faster. Yeah, more strong. Yeah, Because we saw him. We watched him. We watch his yeah, he speech change. He went from change. a charismatic uh, phrase. He was the first. Uh, he he promote his promote his self promote was bananas. Yeah. Oh he yeah. He had yeah, the yeah, the, yeah. the spark, the charismatic. He had all of it. He, he had everything. He, yeah, and it went from that to just like you said, unfortunately, it deteriorated. I mean, he could barely talk at the end. Yeah. And and some uh, you know an argument could be made. Even even uh, I saw a documentary not too long ago. Where his daughters were saying that it was the boxing that was that they could see it, they oh, could physically wow. see that after a match, like I'm and I'm talking about later on, like when he was fighting uh, Spinks and um, Holmes, Larry Holmes, mm-hmm. and uh, somebody else, but the ones that he was losing, and they were like they could see it during the fight, after the fight, like he would be one person before the fight. After the fight, he would be a totally different person, slower, wow. slurring his words, wow. and you could see it. And and then eventually the doctor said he had Parkinson's, but then the question becomes, okay, did he have it? And boxing brought it brought it on Probably more severe, more, right? Yeah. Or did boxing create it? You know, you right. don't know because you don't know too much about it. You know, we're still figuring out a, a lot about right. it. But, but – it's interesting that when he was on top of his game, he made a choice on morality and gave up the money. 
And this is what I always not to this is another sidebar. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I always when people consider the best boxer, and I always say Ali was to me, mm-hmm. he was way bigger than boxing, man. He was. Like, he was way I don't I don't like just just to put I don't like to just fit him in that just boxing category to me. Yeah. That's that almost diminishes him. And that's and that's how yeah. I kind of view He's Ali. a cultural icon. Yeah, he's bigger than yeah. it's not just boxing. It's, it's kinda Ali. like it's kinda like Jordan. Like Jordan is a lot a lot of people will will say that he's the greatest basketball player of all time. And a lot of people will bring that up. But I think it, uh, number one, I think is a cultural bias there, and mm-hmm. I'm a part of that culture, so I'm a I have that bias. I do think he's the greatest basketball player of all time, mm-hmm. but uh, but I think the numbers unfortunately will show different once LeBron is done, mm-hmm. and then and then ten twenty years down the road it'll be somebody else, right? Yeah, of course. But but I think that one of the things that we miss is not just his basketball. Uh, uh, I, I mean, he was great on the basketball court. But he was a cultural icon, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't just the basketball; it was the shoes, it was the clothes, it was the fashion, it was it was everything that he meant to the culture. Mm-hmm. And that's similar to Ali. Ali w- wasn't it wasn't just about bas- uh, uh, boxing. boxing. It was it was everything that he meant to to the to the black race. It was mm-hmm. it was everything, you know what I'm saying? Like so so, and because of that, he's kind of credited with a lot more. Because of what he meant outside of the wow. ring. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, but when he decided to stand on morals, he gave up the money. Mm-hmm. And he was sharp. He was on top of everything. But when he decided to do it for the money, you can see the decline. Yeah. You can sure. see it. And it's sad. And Dave Chappelle, shoot, he's he's been standing on morals since the beginning. Yeah. I mean, and since, he still And he still found... The money, the money followed him. Yeah, he stood in yeah. his morals to the point to where the money had to still come to him. Because here's the thing: after a while, if you stand on your morals long enough, the world will come back to you. The, the world will leave you, but they'll come back to you. It's like now, Muhammad Ali and everything that he did in the '60s or whatever is is iconic. Back then, we hated him mm-hmm. as a group, as a culture. He he wasn't he wasn't as revered and as loved as he is now, and it's sad that he's dead now. But it would have been great for him to get that love Why back then. Yeah, right? absolutely. But they've been, you know, standing on his moors long enough to where he was canceled. He was crazy. He went to Africa, lost a bunch of fifty million dollars, and now he's back. <laughs> He's back and he's money back. And, and better than ever. Better than ever, and the money, it, 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 the money is going to come to him naturally. Right. right. He doesn't have to fit a mold, or he doesn't have to fit what society says is acceptable. Right. He could talk about the untalk about subjects. Um. You know. So because um um. Oh shoot! I just got this text. I'm yeah. <laughs> so he could talk about certain racy, if you will, topics that that are forbidden and you shouldn't talk about because the average person is going to get canceled or whatever the case may be. I mean, if you think about it, that guy, he's been dealing with that more over money for quite some time. Right. And even right. though, I mean, he said, he said it in his, his last show, like they're not listening. 
He doesn't exactly. have a, a vendetta against a certain community. He doesn't right. care. That's irrelevant to him. Right. It's the fact that they're the ones that are being the bullies. Because like he said, if you listen to him, it's him speaking about his perspective. It's, it's comedy is subjective. And right. this is his morale. This is how he viewed things. So... You know, you got to kind of accept it or leave it. That's just my dude, It's comedy. Like, it's, it's subjective. It's meant for you to laugh yeah. at. You know what right. I'm saying? And if you can't laugh at yourself, if you can't laugh at, like he said, like Daphne, he made a joke about Daphne, and the crowd was like, you know, they was laughing. And, and you know how, you know, you, you start with a joke, you say a joke, you say a joke, you say a joke, and then you hit him with another punchline. And he hit him with that punchline, and the crowd kind of gasped. Yeah. And it was like, <gasps> But then he said, <laughs> he, he said, Daphne, Daphne would have loved, loved that, that joke. Yeah. He would have loved, loved that it. joke. Yeah. And it's like, because Daphne was able to laugh, just enjoy life, mm-hmm. laugh, and understand that, yeah, it's comedy, but it, it you got to find something to laugh about. Mm-hmm. You just, you just, you just do. But he's, he's been able to stand on his morals, For a walk long away, time. walk away from the money. And yeah. the money has followed him. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So the money has come back to him. But for some reason, we like people who stand on their morals only when they're dead. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. I, you know, Tupac. Man, they love him when you, because you can't affect things no more. Mm. That's why. Mm. You can't be effective. Alive. Mm. Alive, you could be deadly. Alive, you mm. could, you could do a lot of things alive. When your dad is, mm-hmm. oh, he was yeah. great. She was awesome. Da 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 da. Because yeah. they're no longer here. They're no longer able to uh, affect the status quo, if you will. Wow. They're not as if they can never be effective. They'll have offsprings. They'll have people who admire and, and they'll stand for on the same shoulders that they stood for. Mm-hmm. And we'll hate them too while they're alive. Right. And if they be good enough, they be they be the next Ali. They be the next Tupac. They be the next. We'll hate them too. We'll hate them too. While they're they're alive. And then when they die. And then until until they sell out for money. There you go. And then, I mean, because shoot, we we love Dr. Martin Luther King, but how much much did we love him while he was here? Exactly. When he was standing for something. It's sad that we as a culture, as a country, have decided to put money over morals. Yeah. Whether whether it's how you feel about the vaccine, whether it's how you feel about jokes, different communities, like you should be able to have your thoughts mm-hmm. and still live inside a community. Just because I may differ and say I'm vaccinated, you're not vaccinated. I hate you because you're not, <laughs> right. like like no right. like you voted for this person, I voted for that person, so we'll never speak again. Mm-hmm. No, like we should be able to have very you know very different. Uh, opinions, views, and be okay with that. Absolutely. I don't get why that's not a thing. (laughs) Because it doesn't sell much. Yeah. It's just, it's a sad part of our society, unfortunately. Yeah, man. If I don't agree with you, then you, I don't like you. I'm going to stand on my morals, so. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. I encourage, whether you're pro or for, whether it's vaccinations, whether it's any other decision that we're facing in modern time, are we, I, my personal hey, hey, before before we wrap up, before we wrap up, okay. Um, 
Speaking of, what do you think about this mandate for, you know, because our organization is having it and, and they're they going to be kicking me out soon. Mm-hmm. But what do you think about, like, all these companies coming out and forcing it on their employees? I disagree. I think it's the wrong approach to have people uh, have introduced to people. Um, I think it's it, – but then again – I mean, personally, to answer your question, I don't like it. I think it's stupid. Um, but I understand the machine. I understand the society in which we live in. And Money or morals. Which one? There you go. So, And that's the gist of it, honestly. But me personally, I don't think it's right. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's sad that we have so many companies and places that are making that decision to get rid of sometimes very good and effective employees. Great employees. (laughs) And they're getting rid of them. there you go. That's the system in itself. It doesn't matter how great you are. It doesn't matter how good you are at your job. It's about the money. There you go. That that sums all that up. It's irrelevant. (laughs) None of that matters in the system. It's sad. It's just sad, but that's the the world. That's that's what we're living in, man, with money. You need to change the system, man. Yeah, I agree, but yeah. That's ridiculous. It is. It's it's a very unfortunate. Um the Tupacs are far and few between. And the the martyrs, if you will. They're far and few in between. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's the show for this week, guys. We hope you enjoyed it. We on all streaming platforms. Continue to check us out. And uh we appreciate all the love and support. We'll check y'all next time. Peace. Right, peace.